All right, welcome to this episode of the Texas Tech edition of the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. Uh, I'm your host, Jackson Moody. We're going to start by talking baseball. Th- this podcast is coming out a bit later than normal. I'm actually in Omaha for the College World Series, and my laptop is completely broken. But TCU, I, I will say, that first side of the bracket with TCU, Virginia, and Florida, that that's a miserable side to watch. There, there's really... Three teams I legitimately hate in there. But in Texas Tech baseball news, Hudson White's entered the portal. Uh, he's already landed on going to Arkansas. We'll talk about that. I don't, I, it is a big deal. I don't think it's that big of a deal, though. And in football news, it's been a really good weekend for Texas Tech. A couple more commits came in today. There's, I believe, five or six silent commits. And it is looking really good for Texas Tech to land their first ever five-star in Micah Hudson. And in Big 12 news, um, TCU, thank God, Oral Roberts beat them in the first game in an amazing fashion. And Bob Huggins, I, I think Bob Huggins may be in a bit of trouble right now. Well, he is in a bit of trouble. He's been fired. Um, that was the stupidest thing he could have possibly done after what he did about a couple months ago. And going to talk about texas using cars to recruit um interesting tactic i don't think it's going to work to get micah hudson oh so first things first with baseball texas tech's in a really good spot for 2024 i think there were two guys that have entered the portal that were somewhat surprises i thought that dylan carter there was always going to be a good chance he goes into the portal when gerton was left off of that gainesville roster he was obviously going to be entering the portal. And then a surprise was Hudson White. And Hudson White, he's a really good hitter. He's a really solid hitter. And he went on a tear at the end of the year. However, he was not the answer behind the plate for Texas Tech. He, he just wasn't. I think it's pretty clear that Kevin Bazell is going to move to catcher. And if you're Kevin Bazell, that's the move you want to make. Catchers have the best chance to go to the MLB. They get the best opportunities in the draft. Bazell is going to thrive behind that catcher. Uh, Dylan Maxey's only going to get better. I know, my God, I he can never do what he did in the first inning against OU again. But he did right the ship really well that game. He's a freshman. He's going to get a lot better. In addition to that, you also have a Juco kid coming in and then a very highly touted freshman coming in. It was going to get crowded behind the plate. Hudson White, well, I think some of the flack he gets for his defense behind the plate is a bit overblown. I, do, I, I, I don't think that he was ever going to be the long-term answer at Catcher for Texas Tech and it was getting crowded behind the plate. And then you also look at it. If he wants to move positions, where do you move him to? You're going to have Trevor Sanders at third base. You have Tracer Lopez at short. You have Austin Green, who, by the way, I may have discounted Austin Green's draft prospects a little bit too much. There is a legitimate chance he leaves, but you're not moving Austin Green. You also have Will Burns, who can play second base. And then at first base, you have Gavin Cash. So, I mean, no offense to Hudson White, and he's a guy you'd love to keep the bat of. But defensively, I just don't know if there is a place for for him at Texas Tech, where he was an everyday guy, being a junior, getting seen by draft by scouts in his draft year. You know, I I get why he's leaving Texas Tech, and I don't blame him for it. 
And I, we would be a lot better if you had Hudson White on the roster next year, but it is by no means a killer for Texas Tech. But I think that just about does it for the baseball talk. Um, it's been not the best season for Texas Tech overall in baseball, but it was a really good rebuilding year for them. And there'll be transfer news. There'll be guys like Zach Vuletich who comes in. I don't know if we're going to get somebody of Gavin Cash's caliber again. But there'll be plenty of guys coming in. Obviously, you're going to need some bullpen arms. Um, a second baseman wouldn't hurt. Either a third or first baseman wouldn't hurt. But it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the draft where kids actually go and which, which freshmen you actually get to campus. But in football news, it's been a really good day, really good weekend for Texas Tech. So currently, Tech has four four-star recruits. Will Hammond is a high three-star. Will Hammond was at the Elite 11 uh, quarterback competition. There were 20 kids there. Oh, you actually had a guy there. Um, I believe he finished last at, in all the passing categories. But Will Hammond was in sixth place. Out of, tw- out of 20 of the top QBs in the nation. And on pro grades, he ranked second. And the other three in the top four are committed to Georgia, Alabama, and Notre Dame. This QB room is going to be absolutely stacked. And I will say, Shuck's injury issues, and he's going to be a really good starter for us. But his injury issues have just made this a backlog in the QB room. You have Baron Morton, who, if you would have heard when it was announced that Baron Morton, he wouldn't go into the season as a starter till his fourth year, that would have seemed insane. I mean, he was never going to start his first year over Tyler Shuck, especially when he came in. And even if Shuck wasn't there, he wasn't going to start. But to for for him to, it takes until his fourth year to actually be be the guy. And it's not because he's a bust at all. It's because Shuck's been hurt. And Morton, if he doesn't get hurt against TCU, if he does what Shuck does, and Morton probably wins that Iowa State game and Kansas game. I think the OU game was a bit dicier, but he's probably the guy coming in this year. And Shuck may not even be in Lubbock right now. And then you look after that because Morton's going to have two more years. So he's going to have 24 and 25 if he wants them. Jake Strong's going to be in his third year for 2026. Will Hammond is going to be in his second year. And the more I watch on Jake Strong, the more I like him. But I've been really high on both Morton and Hammond for a while. I'd assume the QB, it goes Shuck this year, then Morton for two, and Hammond after that. But you never know. And especially, but it is wild to think about last year, and there's all this talk from Texas that they have Quinn Ewers, Arch Manning, uh, Malik Murphy, that they have one of the best QB rooms ever assembled. You look at it, uh, I don't know if Shuck's better than Ewers. Probably talent-wise he isn't, but he's up there with him. Baron Morton, you look at the high school tape, you look at what he did to Oklahoma State, you look at what he did to West Virginia, he's clearly better than Arch Manning is right now. And then you have another guy in Jake Strong and a guy that, I mean, if you look at the teams that those top 10 QBs were committed to on that list, it's Georgia, Alabama, Nebraska's 10. They're not really a blue blood, but Penn State, Notre Dame, Florida State. Those are the teams on the list. Texas Tech is by far and away 
the least traditional blue blood out of the top 10 that were ranked in that elite 11 competition. However, since the last podcast, Texas Tech has landed their, according to 247, their highest rated player in the class, Ellis Davis, offensive tackle. He's a high, he's a four star. Ivan Carrion is still committed to Texas Tech. Uh, he was taking visits to OU. It, it seems like Texas Tech is in the lead there. I, I don't know if he's actually going to get to campus or if it's even going to be his, op, his option on if he gets to campus. But you have a receiver there. Obviously, you wait and see what happens with Micah Hudson. But if you got Carrion and Micah Hudson in the same class, you're bringing in a top 254 star, and then the number six player in the class as a wide receiver. That is, that's an insane recruiting call. Also, today, Tyson Turner, athlete from Bryan, Texas. He's a four-star. He just committed. Jacoby Williams, an, another athlete. He's a high three-star, ranked number 46 in his position group. Uh, he committed today. And there are at least five more silent commits that have yet to announce yet. You have 12 commits. You're going to have five more. You're already at 17 commits, and it's only the middle of June. And you may have the number six player in the nation coming in as well. And to give you an idea on just how oppressive that is, I'm just looking at the Big 12 and 247 still listing just the Big 12 right now. Texas Tech is tied with Kansas and West Virginia for commits. They're at a 182.45. Kansas is and West Virginia are both under 150. You have Iowa State with nine commits, TCU with eight commits, OU with six, Oklahoma State with seven, Baylor with seven, Kansas State with six. It's actually pretty funny. Texas is listed last. And we're going to talk about their little car thing uh, here in a second. But they're listed last with four recruits. They're last in the current Big 12. And you look at it, just the newcomers, Cincinnati. And I thought that they had a horrible... I thought their hire was horrible after Luke Fickle left. They've been recruiting well. They have 11 commits. They're all, eight of them are three stars. Cincinnati's done a good job recruiting, which I, I for the life of me, did not expect when they named their new head coach. I thought that when that happened, not only Luke Fickle leaving because Cincinnati's a biggest, big enough program it can survive, but when they got a guy who couldn't win at Louisville, I thought there was no chance Cincinnati was going to be a player for a while in the new Big 12. And they're up there. They're recruiting with them. UCF's also really recruiting well right now. Houston sitting there with one commit. It was kind of funny. They're actually tied with Austin P. Uh, if if y'all didn't see that, the Gambling Gauchos pointed that out. And Austin P. football program actually retweeted that they are tied with Houston at what number 99 or one number 100 in the nation in recruiting class which for fcs school pretty good uh but that was entertaining that the admin decided to do that but since it's all message board geniuses now i want to talk about the the amount of coping coming out of austin uh some of these posts saying if he ends up a sand aggie we didn't want him anyway uh, talking about maybe he couldn't ha handle the academics at UT, which to be fair, um, Vince Young went to UT. I don't think Vince Young is considered, um, is, is ever going to be winning a Nobel Prize in science or anything like that. 
Um, they did post that their highest GPA was what a 2.87 for a team. So, you know, I, I don't think that Micah Hudson's going to Texas tech because he doesn't think he can pass classes. I think honestly, some of these football players, I I think a lot of them, some of these guys, especially at the blue buds and North Carolina are definitely taking classes that are a lot easier than their high school classes. Also, there's that video of Texas using cars to recruit. And to be fair, overall, Sark has done a pretty good job of recruiting. They have a good 2023 class. I know they'll get more commits for 2024. They'll rise. But Sark, you're at the University of Texas, a school that's going to the SEC, school that has really nice facilities. It's in a booming city. It's not a great city, but it's a booming city, and you can give them enough of a tour that you don't show them all the crappy spots, and they think it's a really nice city. But you have all that. You have all these built-in advantages, and and you're relying on some some cars. And, I mean, I guess they were nice cars. I'd take my truck over them, but, you know, they weren't even like a – it's not even Ferraris or Lamborghinis. It's stuff that – I used to work at Freddy's. You, you, you see those types. Of, you see better cars o- over at Freddy's when they had the car nights every every six months or whatever it was. I, I that's a really interesting recruiting tactic. Quite honestly, I don't understand it at all. Um, <laughs> I, I, I just can't get get my mind around UT having to use cars to recruit. I mean. As much as we knock them, it is the University of Texas. Yes, they don't develop players well. That's pretty clear. And they let a lot of quarterbacks slip under their noses. Uh, Johnny Manziel, Kyler Murray, um, Patrick Mahomes, although that slipped under everybody's noses. Baker Mayfield, who was playing high school ball about 15 minutes from there. Robert Griffin III. So he he's hit the high ranked, highly ranked QB recruits, but... You're the University of Texas. You should be able to get everybody. And you, you're you relying on using cars to bring recruits in. I mean, fair enough if, if, if you think that helps you. But I, I don't know what ki- type of college athletes is going to see those cars like, oh, there's, nice, there's some nice cars in this city. Yeah, I'll, I'll come here. I mean, yeah, I know they pay their O-linemen 50K a year, which is a smart move. They need it, uh, especially with Quinn Ewers getting hurt in the first game. But they're really using cars to recruit, and they're doing all this. And Joey McGuire's just picking their pockets about taking Micah Hudson from them, which, by the way, the head guy over at Burn Orange Nation about six months ago just responded to something and said, that kid ain't going to Tech. Well, looks like he's going to Tech now, and now y'all are coping with, oh, well, he's probably just not smart enough for our classes. You know, very intelligent over at Vince Young Steakhouse University. So the last piece of Big 12 news here, Bob Huggins. And now I've been in Omaha for the College World Series. I've been enjoying myself. It, great trip. Got an Oral AHA t-shirt. Big Oral Roberts fan. Only team in that top side of the bracket that I don't hate. It was nice to see Virginia lose, get eliminated. It was awful to see tcu win today so mixed bag of emotions but this man blew blew a 0.21 didn't know where he was 
had a trash bag full of empty beer cans. I really want to know how many empty beer cans were in there. I know it's not relevant. I, I know he blew a .21 already. But I, I really want to know how many beer cans were in there. This guy also, you can take a guess on Bob Puggins' weight. My guess is a lot. Um, no offense, but a lot. How many drinks did he have? And now... If you get pulled over going to .09 or something, and now that's still dangerous. You're putting people's lives at risk. If you get pulled over at going to .09, okay. But you got pulled over and blew a .21, didn't know what state you were in. All this, uh, less than two months after you go on the radio, say Catholic, you know what? We uh, can talk about Mexico soccer fans, but... You have all that. You, all that happened. If there was ever an offseason to lay low, this is the one. You just got a great recruiting class or transfer class. And by the way, if he didn't have that transfer class, he'd probably be gone. If he didn't have a good end to the last year in that transfer class, he probably would have been gone in May. And I think that would have been a bit harsh. But when you're drunk driving, and I know people pointed out – I thought that Bob Bob Huggins should keep his job. It was a stupid thing to say on the radio. Also, it's something that it offends people. It does not harm people. You are not putting anybody's life at risk. He blew a .21. I've been in Omaha enjoying myself. I don't think I've even been close to a .21, and I darn sure have not touched my truck uh, past noon at all this trip. I... I cannot understand how stupid you have to be. And you're making millions of dollars. I, It wasn't even in West Virginia. It was in Pittsburgh. He didn't know what state he was in. You can, get a, you can definitely get an Uber in Pittsburgh or a Lyft. Go with Lyft, better company. But you can definitely get a Lyft in Pittsburgh. Now, if you're out, out in nowhere, West Virginia, okay, may, maybe it's a bit tougher. I, I don't know what it's like. I've never been there. But... The stupidity of Bob Huggins to do that. And I know people brought up, well, he had a DUI from 04. That was 19 years ago. I don't think that it should have impacted their decision whether to fire him in the year 2023 at all. But, man, talk about royally screwing up. And now West Virginia, by the way. Hey, mate, you know, this has been underwhelming from a transfer portal point of view now the guys that we got in basketball got wise were good but we may have about eight or nine guys that are, <laughs> that are looking for a new home and we're one of the only schools in the country that has a spot for them and plays in the best conference in the america so bob huggins is an idiot um hopefully grant mccasson can uh can take advantage of this because this was the stupidest move ever there, there's a good chance that they lose players because of this and a lot of players because of this. I have no clue what West Virginia basketball is going to look like this year. And if there was ever an offseason not to do something stupid, it's the one where you go and say a gay slur on a radio show and barely keep your job. I, It makes no sense how you could be this dumb and irresponsible. It really doesn't. And I defended him on the radio thing because, look, it, it's a word. And I will say, watching the USA-Mexico game on Thursday night, Mexico fans have their chant. They've been doing it forever. It's not the best chant. 
It's not it's not one that they should always do. But I will say, also there, how does that cause more outrage from people than them literally throwing stuff at players? And when, I was at the game in Denver in 2021 when they literally injured Gio Reyna because they hit him in the head. How, how does... How does a chant, and a bad chant, yes, but how does that cause more outrage than legitimately injuring people? I, I just don't get it. Anyways, that's going to do it. Uh, football is looking great. Baseball is looking really good as well. Uh, basketball, we will wait and see on, but wreck him and thank you. We'll be back later this week, hopefully, probably not, but hopefully with the Micah Hudson commit.